0: That must be oh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Carcio. With me, I got the grandio Sergio Chavez. I guess so. You're slightly like Chavez. I I I'm never gonna let it die. And I'm Alejandro. So, Sergio, are you ready? I'm ready. Can we let's talk about Carcio? Let's talk now about now hit it, it. Sergio.
1: That was, a, that was terrible spanking. Thank it's, all, you. it's all you're ever going to get. You can't you can't expect anything more than that. We can't put any pressure on you for no, that, right? No, I don't do good under pressure. Hey. That's the thing.
0: <laughs> all I picture is you in Dubai when they were like, all right, Sergio, you're going to come in and you're going to do a speech and you're going to talk to these people oh, to teach them. How was that? That's.
1: I mean, I can say that one for later, given what we're going to be talking about today, because I didn't even think about that one. That is... I have, I actually have two embarrassing stories now. Thank all right, you. all right. So
0: let's start with uh, number one. Uh, one of the last weeks of 2020. Yeah, uh, we're two weeks out, and there's not a lot of card news right now. It's everyone's little, on vacation it's a little dead everyone's yeah. on vacation the ferrari CEO is not there yet like no one no <laughs> one's taking a job right now yeah right?
1: well no january 1st when they come back from or january 4th when they come back from the holidays exactly Schmee's like
0: uh, uh in his house quarantining responsibly instead of making videos no i'm just kidding he's still making videos uh but anyways <laughs> no he's been making them for months backtracked. <laughs> anyways uh, 2021 is getting close yeah. It's getting closer and closer every single day. And there's a lot of exciting, great cars that are coming out in 2021. Is there anything out there you're excited about?
1: Oh, man. Me? I'm really excited for the Bronco, the Ford Bronco. I don't know if that is even going to be made by the end of the year. I, I, I thought they were already giving them out. No, no, the, the the Bronco Sport, which is like their SUV based off the Edge or whatever it is. Got it. That's Stoked the for the Bronco. Really excited for the Rivians for... You're not getting yours until the end of next year, or 2022. No, end of next year. Yeah, that's that's what I'm excited for. But outside of that, in the in the supercar space, nothing I'm super pumped about as of right now. Does the Project One come out next year? No, no, because that's the thing. Not a lot of things actually come out next year. No, and especially
0: with all the delays that they had on yeah. on everything, all right? the production
1: delays with COVID. So I'm really excited for the Bronco personally, um, but outside of that, yeah, the Rivian. See what Tesla's uh, like coming out with next. I know, hopefully the Cybertruck, and well, they're in the works of like doing a refresh with the S and the X. They're going to deliver the plaids. The plaids, which are going to be, I can't even imagine how insane those are going to be. There you go. There you go. I'll, I'll start with this list. Yeah.
0: Rivian. Yeah. I'm really excited for my pickup truck. I can't fucking wait until those guys start like, producing them. They come out of the line, and then you start seeing them on the street. I got a blue one, obviously, because oh, it's gonna look so good. You you have to, right? Yeah. Like I texted my boy. I was like, dude, I don't want to get one of these colors. I want to get a special color. He goes, bro, it is what
1: it is. I got a blue <laughs> one, and you know, I own this bitch. I was like, oh, I guess I'm getting a blue one. Elon Musk, like Model S himself, he has like a special burgundy colored one. But that's Elon Musk. Yeah. You know, at, at that at that at that stage when you
0: create the most valuable car company in the universe. Because, by the way, it's way more valuable than the Zerberglock in Planet 7. Uh, and it's, it's crazy. A, a lot of people have been saying Toyota, but Zerberglock in Planet 7 <laughs> is way more valuable than Toyota. So Tesla is number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's entitled to do whatever he wants. Yeah, totally. But I'm really excited about my Rivian. I'm excited for the announcement of the new LT, the six, uh, seven, uh, ah, 765 yes. LT Spider. Yeah. They're going to do that. They say McLaren's going to come out with a brand new 570 ah they say that's what I've been hearing like sprinkles off which I would be yeah. really excited to see because it's it's such a, a good platform It is the best for the price yeah dude you can't get anything close to the performance no. that you're getting out of that 570s yeah not even close yeah remember we were driving with Paul he had he the 570 that McLaren loaned him yeah and we took the AMG GTR out dude that thing
1: destroyed everything yeah and it's comfortable it's it's beautiful and it's cheap. And For what you're, you're getting,
0: and if you're cold, you can set up a fire, like a real nice <laughs> fire. So that, you know, especially
1: in the winter months right Spe- now, oh. you know, you just pull over and stop the road. You would save so much money in uh, in heating fees, like heating. In, those like those is,
0: engines are pretty expensive. You know, <laughs> you know, I I don't I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited about the LT. I'm excited about the 765 LT.
1: Did the SF90s start getting delivered?
0: The SF90s are saying right now there's one that landed in Florida. I just ah, saw that. Uh, that uh, what's quick. his name? Brooks posted one. That was quick. Well, for everyone. Yeah. Mine's coming like in two years. Yeah. That is insane. No? As I saw the picture of this one and then I, I, I saw that Brooks, uh, which is Drag Times official, yeah. was saying, oh, mine's coming in three months. I'm like,
1: man, I still have a good year and a half at the very least. That's crazy. Though. But even like how quick, like they launched the car a year ago, right? Yeah. It was a quick release to actually get it customer cars out there. Well, they did the release about a year a year ago, no,
0: a little before. Because remember when we were in Saudi, it was there was there. there. Well, not only was there, but Charles Leclerc was there. <laughs> I just wanted to get close to him and be like, I'm bored with Charles Leclerc. He was getting
1: in the buffet, but I felt like I was gonna be a little out of place. I don't know if I we ever ever told about that. Yeah, when we were in Riyadh, we got tickets somehow to the like Ferrari owners dinner. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I'm like we're like getting food behind Charles Leclerc and all these guys and all their the Ferrari collection, you know, with all the big Ferrari logos. And the food, no offense, was it, wasn't even that good. No. How bad? How bad was the Ferrari
0: thing? Not the event. The event was really yeah. cool. But the Ferrari thing. It was just like a little one by uh, so we're talking about in Riyadh, they had a like a season. car show, Riyadh yeah. season. And Riyadh season had one of the 100 things that they put together was the greatest car auction and show in the world yeah. you, you guys know how to do it how they do it they brought fucking pagani chinkways and like other everything shepherds. you could imagine was there. anything
1: you could imagine that exactly and the biggest thing with it was like if you bought the car and you were a saudi resident in saudi you can't drive any of those cars legally but if you bought it at the auction you would get a you would be able to legally drive it in the country yeah that's right yeah that's right and they weren't even going to charge him taxes right no they weren't that's charging taxes nothing good
0: for wow Good for them. Yeah. Because we were sitting behind the guy that bid on a P one, a La Ferrari, and he got them all. And the P one, how cheap was it? He barely? Paid grand.
1: Them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? But it was a, it's in a market market of its own. Yeah.
0: So in the Middle East. Yeah. Which yeah. I understand. But man, that was that was surprising. So why, why are we talking? Oh, that's yes, a Ferrari. Mean. So we we go to this whole thing and, and we're like blown away by everything <laughs> we're seeing. We're we're at a place where people are just dropping money, like you know. you only- we're not dressed nice in any
1: way. No, of course not.
0: Yeah, of course not. And they're like, guys, do you want to go to the Ferrari thing? I go, oh my god, no, I don't want to go to the fucking Ferrari thing. And they're like, come on, we got tickets. And I was like, well, eh, all right, I'll yeah. go, I'll go, fine. So we end up going, Sergio and I get tickets. And everybody's, like, acting like this is a very, very big deal. Yeah. Like, this is a fucking huge deal that you're being able to yeah. go to the Ferrari party. We're walking outside, and they have, like, Ferrar- uh, La Ferraris, the FXXK groups, like, all the, ma- the main shit. Yeah. And one of the guys comes up to us, and he's like, you know, they spent $70 million, seven zero, paying Ferrari to do this. Yeah. And I go, man, Sergio, the party tonight's going to be off the <laughs> chain. You fucking get ready. Yeah. This is going to be ridiculous. And they had like a big uh, square, like a modern warehouse. like All glassed out. All glass, fucking really nice. Yeah. And that's where the Ferrari thing was going to be. It was like one of those F1 suites that they built. That's right.
1: The place itself, super dope. Yeah. So uh, it it comes
0: time. We go in and we're thinking, man, we're part of that elite list of people that can get in. We walked by the door, and they're like, all right, come in. They didn't didn't even check our tickets. Nothing. They didn't check anything. I was like, well, that's not that exclusive. But I guess at the table, like, they'll be like, oh, here's your name. So they were like, all right, sit anywhere. I was like, wow, this this is really fucking loose, huh? So I'm sitting. We're like family. I was like, man, this is going to be great. So we, we meet like a group of people that were really fucking nice, yeah. by the way. Really nice. The people that were sitting at our table, real Ferrari
1: fans. Yeah, they had them. a dope Ferrari as well. I remember we, we saw them on the way and they had like a crazy tailor-made F12 or yeah, something yeah. like that. Crazy shit. Yeah. So we're sitting
0: there, we're, we're getting ready and, they're like, and, and then we go, all right, so it's dinner coming. They're like, well, it's like a buffet. You got to go and get your food. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I get up. I started immediately browsing and I'm looking at all the options. I was like, Oh man, this is not going to be that great. Yeah. So whatever, I grab my plate and I go stand standing line and there's like a kid in front of me and I'm not thinking much about it. And I'm like, all right, what am I going to eat? And I'm just looking at everything. Like, I don't know if I want to eat this turn around and there's Charles Leclerc right in front of me. I was like, man, should I say something to Charles Leclerc? Yeah. And I just, my whole life dream in this, I don't know why I just want to be in a car with Charles Leclerc and go like, I'm bored with Charles Leclerc. (laughs) I just want to see what happens. We'll make it happen. So I was like, should I say that? Should I not? No, maybe not. Don't get kicked out of Riyadh. You don't know what's going to happen in that place. So just be nice, Alondra. I was like, all right, I'm not going to make a scene. We sat down and then
1: would you, would you attest with me? That was terrible food, right? It was all right. It was like what you would expect. To, let's say like a graduation party, a but, decent birthday party, but, but it was just a, like a buffet.
0: But they, tell, they told you, Sergio, Ferrari got $70 million for this.
1: Oh, yeah. Th- there was not $70 million. The food didn't justify the price.
0: And in Saudi, you can't drink alcohol. Yeah. So it's not like they were like, open bar for anyone. So they didn't even pay that.
1: Oh, man. They, those executives lined their pockets with that trip. How long did that event last? So we showed up probably like 10 minutes late. And we showed up at the end of someone giving some speech, and that was it. People just left. Yeah, and then we ate, and then we got into a good conversation with the people we were sitting with. And then by the time we go and look up, we were the last people at the event. How? They were cleaning up. The food was getting put away. All the tables were getting wiped off. And we're just like, what, what the, happened? The waiters were looking at us like, dude, you got to get the
0: fuck out of here. Yeah. I got to close this shit yeah. down. That was so underwhelming, and I was so like... I was so ready to be part of the Ferrari fam, but I guess I couldn't cut it that day. uh,
1: It's because you didn't have the Ferrari yet. You weren't the Ferrari CEO. That's probably why they invited you. They were like, we know one day. this guy he's gonna be the ceo that we've been looking for the most important for our collector of all time you can look
0: it up in the record in the book of record
1: guinness right now i saw yeah
0: it's it's right there we
1: got like the plaque in the mail just last week
0: that's right it's been a wild journey guys for those of you haven't been i don't know how you
1: do it it's just thank you it's so much weight on your shoulders (laughs) thank you it's unreal
0: no but we're we're talking about cars that got us excited that was a long time ago that was a year ago they already had the car there so it's been it's been a while in the making and also remember they get it first in europe yeah, that's right. So I have a few friends that already drove it and told me that it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's fucking fast. Yeah, straight up. Know that there, fuck you, fast. It feels like a nine eighteen with more power. Mm-hmm. That's music to my ears. Yeah, I love nothing more. He said all the gauges are really cool. Like it's like the Roma,
1: right? Into your eyes.
0: It's more digital. Yeah, even more digital than wow. the Roma. Yeah, yeah, which I appreciate. I love it. Yeah, so I think it's brilliant. I'm excited for the SF ninety, but I wouldn't count it as. 2021's car yeah i would count shit that they're gonna announce what can you tell me about the new aventador oh for like example the, yeah w- wouldn't you be excited that the lifetime the life cycle yeah they of have that to car, announce something no the life cycle of that car yeah. is done it's 10 years yeah it's straight up 10 years the last aventador the first model that came out for sale was 2012 yeah. but they announced the car in 2011 mm-hmm. so the new aventador is going to come out yeah do you know anything about it i
1: personally don't know much
0: the big myth, because no one really yeah. knows, right? But what they're saying is that power train from the Sion is gonna make it to the Aventador. It's just gonna be the same V twelve. They're gonna add the battery thing in the gearbox, and uh. yeah. But I think it's gonna be cool. By, I, I, by the way, I saw. I had no idea. Uh, you know Don Waira, yeah. one of the biggest car collectors in Mexico in the world. In but yeah. he's from Mexico. Yeah, in the world, he made a post about a Sion. And it looked so much like the Reventon we had in the house. Mm-hmm. So he made a post, and I commented, oh, dude, that's fucking cool. Yeah. He's like, thanks, bro. I was like, oh, shit, that, that's his car already? What <laughs> the fuck? I thought he was like a model. Yeah, those scenes are getting delivered right now. Yeah. It's I was crazy. And I was scrolling through the pictures. Now, the centenario disappointed me because it was a SVJ yeah. with a $2 million price tag. This car, I thought, was really cool because they were doing a whole new power. Like Lamborghini, when they were selling this car, because yeah. they called me to offer me one. They were like, not Lamborghini, uh, dealer. Because <laughs> let, let us be clear. And probably if I would have agreed. Yeah. Lamborghini would have been like, do not give it to the Mexican guy. Yeah. But the dealer calls me and he's like, do you want one of these cars? And I, they showed me all this shit that they send you when you're going to buy that. And Lamborghini was promising that that was going to be the fastest hypercar in history. No way. Now, let me ask you this. Does it look any different than the SBJ inside?
1: No. It's fucking identical. Yeah. It doesn't even look like the Centenario. No, and I I personally don't love the looks of it currently. The it back. might grow on me. So here's the thing. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at the back on, on Don Virus's yeah. post, and I looked at the back. This is why I was like, oh, that's a cool car. Like, yeah, that's pretty fire. But I thought he was a model. Because if you look at the car dead on from the back, it looks like a toy. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was like, maybe it's a cardboard model or yeah. something. Of I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's the actual car being delivered to the dude. It was the matte one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Like If you look at it from the front, it's really cool. The yeah. back, just a picture that he took might have looked like it was a toy. So I was like, yeah. oh, they're just prepping these. But then I f- found out that it was his car. And then I Shh. looked up more. There's a purple one, a white one already. The purple
1: one looks looks sick.
0: It looks sick. Yeah. So, I love the outside, not so much on the back from that angle. It's kind of weird. But the interior was really a letdown because the Centenario really does feel expensive. Yeah. Like, you really look at that car and you're like, man, the carbon, the everything. This feels Reventon-ish again. And the Reventon was a little bit of a disappointment in my eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're getting in and you're like, this is cool from when I was a kid, but now looking at it yeah it did not age well in my opinion i got a kenwood radio or an alpine radio or whatever the fuck it is and then the windows are horrible the
1: dents on the roof because they over tighten it i oh you guys want to hear
0: how i wanted to die die i'll tell this story were you there when we oh discovered yeah it? yeah i was there so as you guys know we had a reventon at the house mm-hmm. and when we had the reventon at the house listen, I'm really careful with all my cars, but at the same time, I also don't give a fuck. They're my cars. But the Reventon was separate because that's my friend's car. I never want any of my friends to think, oh, you did this to my car. Yeah. My friend would be, please drive it out to lunch. I was like, no, dude, I'm not a poser. I'm not interested in pretending this is my car. Yeah. I don't want to take it out. This is your car. This is your liability and you deal with it. Yeah. And uh, he he would call me like bothered every now and then. Did you take the car out, Alejandro? I'm like, no, but it's plugged in. He's like, I need you to go drive it. And I know, like, a lot of people are going to be like, "Are you
1: fucking stupid, Alejandro?" No. Yeah. Well, yes, I am. To give them credit, they have enough money to buy every rav on the planet, and like, not even worry about it. I, I
0: agree. Yeah. But you, you never want to
1: exactly. Your it's good of you to not. Them, right? to not force it. Yeah.
0: So one day they call me and they're like, "Guy, uh, Alejandro, we're going to be there for summer. Yeah. Do you mind getting the car to service and then giving it to me?" I was like, yeah, dude, absolutely. So I go, I dropped off the car. I think we made a video. Then I go pick it up. And the guy at service uh, goes, by the way, you dented the car. And when he said that, Uh (laughs) when the guy from service said that, my balls went straight to my throat and I almost swallowed them again back into my ball sack. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, you dented it. And he shows me the roof. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I didn't do that. You did this. He goes, no, that's how it came. And I go, well, I didn't do that. He goes, that's how it came. I don't know what to tell you. And I started to freak out. So obviously, I tell my friends, like, this is going on. And, And they're like, don't worry. We'll see it when we get there. So they call me after they see the car and they're like, so maybe did you have anyone excited around the car that was jumping up and down and maybe with their elbows they hit it? I was like, dude, I would have heard someone breaking their elbow on your car. Yeah, to make a dent like that. Like, that's a big dent on on the roof. And they were like, listen, it doesn't matter. Just tell us how it happened. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, we take good care of your cars. The people that wash my cars, wash my Pagani, wash like all these other cars. Don't worry. Like, it's not that. The car had to have that. And the guy goes, no, we didn't. And listen, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just next time be more careful. I'm like, not next time. I yeah. didn't fucking do it. They're like, listen, we don't <laughs> care. It's okay if you did it. So mainly they're pointing fingers at me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out because I didn't do it. I yeah. hate when someone tells me that I burned my McLaren for insurance purposes or, you know, that, uh, yeah. like, made up shit. Like, I don't want to have something. Nothing, nothing is worse than a false accusation against yeah, yourself. It, yeah, it really feels shitty. So uh, they literally dropped the blame on me, like straight up. They're like, listen, it was you, but don't worry. Right. And that really boiled my blood because I was yeah. like, man, I fucking hate that they think this. So we go to car week and there's another Revent on there.
1: It's getting auctioned off. It's with, getting uh, make them. Uh, uh, make them uh, make you make, em, make Yeah, em. make them. Yeah. Those guys, whatever the fuck it's called.
0: And, we, and
1: they uh, wanted to buy it.
0: So that's this is what I'm yeah, getting yeah. at. So these guys are like, oh, dude, we should buy that uh, Reventon too so we can have a pair and whatnot. And I'm looking at the Reventon, and I'm listening to the idea. I'm like, this is not a great idea, but okay. If you, it is what it is. Yeah. You want to buy two Reventons and just have them and skate on them? Fucking good for you. And as I'm staring at it, Buddy comes from, like, I don't know where, and he goes, the dent, like, pointing <laughs> at it. And I'm like, no, this is not the car that I dented, Buddy. He goes, no, no, no. It's got the same dent on the roof. And I go, what? I go running, and I look at it, and that dent on that car was way bigger than the one that our car had. Yeah. And I go, ha-ha, there's a fucking dent in this car, too, in the same spot. So I bring all of the guys over. I know, over. I saw you in around and getting everyone's attention. I, I bring everyone over. I'm like, guys, is this your car? And they're like, no, this is the one we want to buy. I was like, okay, would you please look at the fucking roof right now? And They're like, oh, it's dented, just like what you did to our car. <laughs> I was like, no. I didn't do it to your car. This car is dented just like yours. Let's ask why. So we go and ask all the Lamborghini guys. And the Lamborghini guys goes, oh, yeah, this is a production problem because we tighten up the screws too much of the fabric inside of the car. And he just pulled the top down. Yeah. So the fucking guy at service, who, by the way, and I should have known better, because when I took the car to service, the guy's like, what car, you, what car are you bringing? I'm like, a Reventon. And he goes, a what? I'm like, a Reventon. <laughs> And he goes, I'm sorry, can you spell that for me? And I spelled it for him. And he goes, can I just go see it? And he looks at it and he goes, that's a mercy. I'm like, okay, you work here. I'm not going to explain you what it is. Sure, take the mercy. Take the mercy, please. And that dude was the one blaming me. And then until today, I, I want you to know this, Sergio, because I'm really full of rage sometimes when yeah. people do this to me. Until today, I tell them, you remember when you blame me about your Lamborghini? It's kind of like the same situ- situation. I throw it at them in their face every single time I can.
1: Yeah, Dude,
0: I felt so relieved when Buddy pointed out that fucking dent on top of that roof. Yeah. <sighs> it felt
1: so, so good. Have you ever been accused of crashing a car or hitting anything before? Uh no, not on my own because, yeah, I normally just drive my own cars. I don't like really being a passenger too much. So if I have the chance to drive, I drive. Um, I almost killed you once, but uh, that was about it.
0: Do you want to tell everybody your side of the story on that one? Because, by the way, guys, if you get a chance to get, uh, a chance to get in the car with Sergio, uh, please
1: don't. No, you see, when I drive with <laughs> you, I get this strange feeling of like when you're, dri- when you're first going to drive and your parents in the passenger seat. And, and, let me and it's t- just with you. It's just with you. And let me tell you this. A lot of people say that. Yeah, because I know I that it. you're super aware and you're looking at everything. <laughs> so like I, <laughs> I feel like I'm a like I to myself, in all honesty, I think I'm a good driver. I've never been pulled over, I've never been in an accident. Like my cars have always been fine. Like nothing's ever gone wrong. Um and yeah, and I generally feel very comfortable behind the driver's seat. And we were driving Rod's Lincoln, which is the biggest car I've ever driven. No, you were driving mine, the white one. Oh yeah, it was it was yours. Yeah, I forgot that you had one. And uh it's like at like five in the morning you're high next to me and uh, I know you're even more hyper aware than ever. And you're like looking at everything and we're like chatting too. And, uh, there was, we were in the carpool lane and the car in front smash it, like smashes on their brakes when I'm looking over to merge to my right. So I'm like cocked back looking to make sure there's, uh, cause even though you have like the little sensors, I always still look. And, uh, I didn't realize that they had started that same on the brakes in front. So then you, I forgot what you, like. This is what you did. Well, the car automatically braked. This is what you did, sir. The car automatically braked. This is what you
0: did. You're looking, you're looking to the right to make the the lane change. The car in front of you stops hard in the brakes. Yeah. You see it. And for a second there, you think, oh, I'm going to go to the right to get out of the lane so that I can keep going. But there was a car on my door, so I grabbed the steering wheel and pushed it towards you because you were going to smash that fucking car, nah. and you barely stopped behind the other car in front of us.
1: Yeah. The car auto broke, we were fine. Because the car auto-broke. Yeah. Thank goodness for the Lincoln. It's a great car, but, but uh, I, that's the only occasion, and since then, you always put it on me. It's really scary,
0: and then I got in, I got in the car with you when we were doing the, the Supra and all of those videos. I was fine there. That was really scary, guys. If you guys go back, and you look were at those freaking videos, out. But I drove fine; everything was fine. If you guys were looking at those videos, you would know he was not. But you have to fine. agree,
1: the Lincoln—you are disconnected from the road. Like it is such—it's a great, it's a comfortable drive, but you don't feel a thing. You're just flying on top of the road. You're floating. It's like being on butter. Yeah, and I've never really experienced that. So it was like I'm always so used to having the the road feel. But that's the thing; like you never know what speed you're going at. You the brake feel is non-existent. So it's just, like, there's no feedback from the car. So you never really know. Like, in any of my cars, I can, like, know exactly what speed I'm driving without looking at the speedometer. I know, like, you you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. With the Lincoln, it's completely different. So, yeah, and you're there staring at me the whole way uh, was the
0: I, worst. He makes it look like I'm a fucking tyrant or a villain of a movie. I'm not staring at Sergio. I'm going high, and I'm just noticing traffic, just
1: like anybody else would. But it's that exact same feeling of, like, when you're learning to drive, and you have a parent next to you just nagging you and nagging you and I'm nagging you. By the way, was I nagging at you? But no, but it, I had that okay. same pressure and feeling. On Why? It. You're putting that on yourself.
0: Just because I'm paying attention and making sure that you don't fucking crash, which I did. <laughs> you you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, But it- I've been good. I have I have I have taken you places very safely since then. You have. And uh yeah, it's a thing of the past, and I think it's time for you to move on to move on and let go of that fear. I don't
0: think so, Sergio. I think I'm gonna keep going with
1: I still feel so bad. I can't I can't do anything wrong or even joke with you without you holding it forever.
0: I'm gonna tell you why. I have a wife. I'm married. Yeah. Right? So my wife is not also at the same time. What
1: are you doing over here? God,
0: but bless- listen, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got my legs open in case you guys can <laughs> this see. This looks great. Maybe on the camera you can see my balls just dropping on the seat. But uh, uh I have a wife. Yeah, you do. We beautiful, love Belen. Beautiful wife. Yeah. Amazing person. No question about it. But she does not like to be competitive. She doesn't. Yeah. At all. And. My problem is I'm the, one of the most competitive people in the world, period. You are. Dude, I... You really are. I like to talk shit. I like to have fun with it. Like, if I'm competing... And by the way, I know it's bullshit, right? Yeah. Like, the moment you go like, all right, come on. It's like, okay, no worries, dude. Yeah. We're just fucking bullshitting. But I'm competitive. I like to be on it. I like to be like, if you're giving me mm-hmm. shit, I'll give you shit back. And as most guys know, with women, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't be Right. You can't rub it on their face. And whenever you win, you can't go like, aha, I told you. Totally. Like, we went, uh, we went camping that day. Not camping. We went uh, hiking, right? Yeah. In Zion. Yeah. And it's a crazy hike. And I was like, you're not going to be able to do this. We should just do this instead. Didn't listen to me and ended up everything that I said happened. But I just couldn't enjoy
1: telling Belen, ah, I yeah. told you. Because you can't win there.
0: You understand yeah. what I'm
1: saying? So with you, I can, Sergio. I know. You are a very competitive person. I appreciate it because I think we both are competitive. But You not- are too. I am. I am very competitive myself. Um, but I think we also have a good control over like when we don't allow petty, petty crap to, to like, upset. Well, no, no, no. It. It's always like yeah. a fun competitiveness. Yeah. Um, but what does that have to do? Be- because this is my fun com- competitive. Uh, oh, you're just putting you. it over me. It's okay, just like I'm throwing it, it at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah okay. You gotta, that makes you sense. You got to
0: fucking deal with it, son. Uh, and, I, and I am. And I am. Because when I to. fuck up, listen, when I fuck up, do you guys let it
1: go? But we make a joke. But I'm not gonna hold it over you, man. I feel safer when I'm driving than when you're driving, because you're driving, you'll see a gap that's this that's this big, and if you're for those that are listening, a foot between the car in front and back, and you'll just smash on the gas and zoom up. You you drive as if there's no law enforcement at any time. <laughs> you see how you're quiet because you know it's true. Do I ever get pulled over? No. Well, you do. No, only on the freeway. Hey, but. Only on the freeways. By the way, we haven't said this. We don't, we don't really have topics for this podcast. We wanted to give you guys something, so we're kind of just telling some stories. That's right. We're just talking about cars. But on that note, when we, went, when we were coming back from Zion, you guys from the first turn floored it in the G-Wagon, and we're going 100 miles an hour the whole way. Rod and I and the girls were chilling in the Lincoln going 75 cruise control. And like three hours into the drive, we see a cop ahead pulled over somebody. And we're like, oh, watch out. There's a cop going by. And then we drive by, and I see the windows rolled down, I see it's you. <laughs> the laugh Rod and I had, because your whole point was that you're going to get home an hour before us. But I still did. Yeah, you still did, because even though you got pulled over, and you what were up? there for like 45 minutes, and then we're driving, and then like an hour later, we see a G-Wagon coming up behind us, and boom, just passes us. I ain't going to fucking stop, son. <laughs> no, but... I ain't going to stop. I, I, I... I, I I feel su- to, to, My point is, I feel safer when I'm driving that than makes when no you're sense. driving. That
0: makes no sense, Sergio.
1: It does. You have told me stories of when you have crashed, of when you have done a lot of things. How many times have I crashed? I don't know. I, I, two. How many times have I and, crashed? Hang on. Zero. Do you know when
0: was the last time I crashed? Probably when you were younger than me. I was 19. Yeah. So it's been 15, 16, 17 years since I crashed. Yeah. And now because I'm saying this, God damn it. So what I'm saying, Sergio, is I know what I'm doing. Kind I'm of. I'm
1: going in this car. I know where all the cars are. I know what people are looking at. No, but you think now that you're watching F1 all the time, you think you're a Formula One driver, and I see I, you there, bam, bam, and you I get on board with Charles Leclerc, son. I yeah, told you, but I, but you're not Charles Leclerc, and I'm I'm valuable. You need to care about my life. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to go crossplat on the freeway one day with you. All right, fine, Sergio. We'll go slower if you
0: want to. You just fucking follow traffic. But don't ask me. Oh, we gotta make it to Chick Fil A in 15 minutes, or we're That's not gonna make it. That's always on you. That is always on you. It's on me. Yes. Because one time we, when we went to, uh, I am not needy. I am not needy whatsoever. You. I, wow. Okay, guys. no. Wow. no I didn't no. know Sergio was gonna come on camera and on the microphone and just start wait, wait, bluntly wait. lying. No, no, no. Faces. Let me tell you. This is what, really interesting. When have
1: I ever actually complained to you about anything, even workload, whatever you may ask. I never complain once. If you ask me something that I don't know how to do, I'll go learn how to do it and get it done. I agree. That's the why I The only thing that I always ever ask is that we get fit, which, because I get grumpy. I don't get, I don't, that's not like I get grumpy. I get headaches and I just need to have food in me. What time was it that time? What, with Chick-fil-A?
0: For you to be so hungry. What time was it? I don't know what you're talking about. It was 9.30 in the morning, Sergio. No, no, because you wanted Chick-fil-A. It was 9.30 in the morning, but you, and, you, and you told me, we're not going to make it yeah. unless you drive to beat the Waze.
1: Yeah. You know? No, I, to, I told you we had to make up okay. seven minutes to get to Chick-fil-A on time.
0: Okay. But so you were who, the one that wanted on. Chick-fil-A. So who's in charge <laughs> of getting to the Chick-fil-A seven minutes before Waze uh, is estimated? Well, we didn't really have,
1: have any option because we were driving to the Ferrari event, and we were both starving. So we didn't really have an option there, but you can't—you can't put that on me. Oh my God! Yeah, are you guys listening to this? I—the only thing
0: I ever ask is for you to feed me. And then I told you about Chick Fil A, and then I told you we <laughs> had to fucking drive faster to be able to get there. And by the way, the worst thing about it is we drove there. We got there way before we had we to get there. We got there two minutes ahead of time. I ran. I, you pulled up in front of the Chick-fil-A. I ran out and jumped in line. To 10 o'clock, but remember that it wasn't until 10.30. It wasn't
1: until 10.30. <laughs> so we would have made it no matter what. This was your fault, Sergio. Nah, you guys be the judge. Don't listen to this guy <laughs> in his <laughs> F1 persona that he has. I don't
0: have an F1 persona. I'm very competitive, and I'm an excellent driver. We'll see. Not really, but.
1: <laughs> one, one day we'll get on the track, and we'll see. Oh, really? Yeah. This
0: sounds like a challenge. Yeah, Sergio. it is a challenge. We're
1: going to go on the track and put some numbers up. Yeah. I have Pat to give me a quick few lessons. Okay, cuz I've never driven on the track, but oh, I, I'm confident. Oh my god.
0: And I'm you're confident. this confident about beating me on the
1: track. 100%. Okay.
0: You you guys heard it first year. So you're just going to have to be humiliated in front of everybody.
1: Man, but now Let's let's give a little more structure to this. You said you want to tell some embarrassing stories. I right?
0: want to tell a weird story. A I want to tell story. the, uh, and I'm going to do a story time video about this. About yeah. the time we went to New York to buy, did you go with me when we went For to the, buy the Bugatti? Yeah. I was doing my own
1: thing, but I was there with you guys.
0: You're absolutely yeah. right, because we went to Manhattan Motors and whatnot. So that whole thing started. This is one of the stupidest things that's ever happened to me, by the way. Yeah. And you got to understand why. When Bugatti says, when, uh, I'm really close to a lot of people that have a lot of money yeah and they tell me a lot of shit they're like dude this is coming out this is coming out that's coming out people from factories call me and they're like don't fucking leak this and we never do dude it's so funny
1: And just to give content to that like context whenever we go anywhere we'll be there with other youtubers celebrities whatever and like the head honcho the owner of the company or whatever will walk right past everyone and come straight to you <laughs> and i never get why I never get why. And this happens every time. We'll be at any event, any big car show. There'll be all the YouTubers. You can think of everything. And it's like the guy sees you and he makes a beeline to you.
0: Because I'm a grown man, dude. It's incredible. I'm not a fucking YouTube boy. Like, oh, let me fix my car so that I can get some. I'm a grown ass man. And these people are grown ass men. And they're like, all right, I can talk to this guy. Yeah, happened? What happened in Riyadh when we were with all those guys, too? Like yeah, it was the, same thing. the
1: head of the event came over and was like, oh, Alejandro, it's <laughs> so good to have you here. Whatever you need, he's the one that got us into the Ferrari event. By and by the way, guys, <laughs> by, by the
0: way. Uh please, if you need anyone to really cheer you on, get Sergio because clearly he has a really high, high image of me. You're fucking selling oh, me. No, no,
1: no, no. I got I don't have a high image of you. you. you, you that's I what just, I'm but I know you clearly you. don't. I know, I feel like I know you very well. Well, you do. You fucking better. Yeah, yeah. But it's so because it's even the same thing there. Like, and that guy invited us after to like this like big dinner at like two in the morning and he had tacos there for us. Because <laughs> he knew we were Mexican. <laughs> It was the only food that was like, we could actually eat and enjoy that whole trip. Do you agree? My, it works out. And I want to say, it's not my, I want to say
0: our lives is pretty weird. Yeah. Like we do get some stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Just like you're saying. And to me, it makes no sense still. Like these people, I understand. I make the joke. Like I'm a grown ass man and whatnot. It makes no sense still because it's still me, the fucking idiot that my wife like thinks I'm the biggest dumbass in the world. Right. Yeah. It's me. So I don't understand that. So, at the same time, I have the, the lock on the other side, yeah. which is really happening to me. Yeah. So I'll get to do and touch and hear about some stuff that most people will never in their life, to yeah. be honest with you. And that's where I'm really lucky. And that's why I love doing this. Because it's open doors that not even my fucking tiny brain in its wildest dreams could yeah. ever fucking dream. So, <laughs> so this is one of those stories. I get a, a, a call from, uh, well, a friend of mine tells me, uh, Bugatti is going to come out with a Lamont car, which is yeah. now the new one, the Bollinger, Bollinger, whatever yeah. whatever that, that's called. And they were like, Bugatti's going to come out with a Lamont car, and they're going to do the racing one and the street legal one, yeah. and it's most likely going to be anywhere between 7 and $12 million. Yeah. But they're only going to make 13 or 25 of these, and this is going to be like the top of the top. They yeah. want to break I don't know what record at the ring, and shit that is really valuable. So I was like, and by the way, if I'm ruining Bugatti's secret plan, which might still be going on right now, tough shit, right? Like, yeah. this is a friend of mine telling me this, not you guys. Yeah. So when he tells me that, I was like, man, if I can get that fucking Bugatti, I'm going to have a car that literally in two years is going to be worth three times that. Yeah. And it's like buying a building. Yeah. I want to do that. So I'll keep my eye open whenever they announce anything. So uh, our friend calls us and he's like, Alejandro, there's a really special bugatti coming up (laughs) do you want to come see it and do you want to buy it and i go dude absolutely i think i know what car you're saying and he goes yeah right you know what i'm saying and i'm like yeah i know what you're saying it's fucking two idiots yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying and i'm like how much is the car and he goes i believe it's five and a half million euro yeah six million dollars and i go wow that is actually cheap compared to what my other friend told me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm definitely getting this car. So I was like, yeah, book it. Book it. I'm going to book my trip to New York. I'll see you there and whatnot.
1: We thought you were about to buy the Gran Turismo. The whole office did.
0: That's what we thought. Yeah. So I called a friend of mine that has a lot of money that likes cars. And I go, hey, dude, uh so I'm going to buy this car that is going to be this and it's going to be worth that. Because let's face it, I don't have fucking six million dollars to dump in a car yeah and i'm not gonna get a fucking mega loan to being dead for the rest of my life i'm gonna do what smart people do call other people with more money and -hmm. then make money together yeah so i call my friend and i'm like dude i want to buy this car do you want to buy it with me and he goes how do you know they're gonna sell it to you and i go they will like i'm going to new york for that yeah and he goes i'm in i'll do it with you so i raised money i had everything ready and I go to New York, and, and uh, we all go to New York. We, we're, like, fucking in heaven. I, we can't wait to get yeah. to the car. And then we, we get to the address, the Bugatti address. And I remember, I, I, don't, I don't know if I said this out loud or not, but when we got to the building, I remember looking up at the building, and I was like, they put the car up there? <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did they make it? Because the, the meeting was, like, on the 10th floor or whatever yeah. floor it was. I was like, how the fuck? But, and then I thought, you know what? It's Bugatti they got to be able to do this shit. Yeah. So we go upstairs and the first thing I noticed when we open the door is there's is a uh Winkleman right there. Yeah. Stefan Stefan Winkleman. And we used to make fun of him like crazy. <laughs> right? Like we made the Bug- the the Lamborghini CEO video. Yeah. I mean, dude, I've done so many parodies on that dude. Yeah. I go, "Oh my god." This is not going to go well. (laughs) That that, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, this is not going to go well. And then there's a kid right there with his friends. Uh, He's Chinese and he recognizes us. Yeah. He's like, oh, so the Bugatti people got really excited because they were like, dude, if this dude that's really buying a car recognizes this other idiot that's going to buy a car, we definitely got two cars sold. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we're here. Uh, I'm really fucking excited. Uh, Aside from all the shit that's going on, I'm really excited. I want to see the car. They're like, hang on a second. They bring out this fucking German guy, and then the first thing he's, he starts doing is he tr- he's trying to sell us a fucking motor, uh Bicycle, bicycle, not a motorcycle. Should have bought it for me.
1: For 80,000 euros. Remember that? Yeah, and you could pick it up with your pinky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that's You guys cool. sent me a photo of you guys with Winkleman holding up the bike. <laughs> I was cracking up. It was the most ridiculous thing yeah. ever. So
0: by, by this point, I'm like, well, I'm not buying that. And then they bring out the the watch. Just mm-hmm. like four hundred yeah, five... and eighty thousand dollars or Jacobs and Cohen. Yeah. I'm like, no. No, no. I'm not buying the watch. I'm not buying the fucking bike. It's
1: like when you're at a dealership and they're like, let's get some extras in there. But this is ridiculous, yeah. you No, know? like yeah, yeah. At, at, that, at that
0: level, and I'm not thinking about it like a rich person. Yeah. I'm thinking about it like Alejandro. I'm like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Can I just see the fucking car that I'm here to buy? Like, who wants to buy a half a million dollar watch? Because
1: every other person that went and looked at that car, I can guarantee you bought that watch. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And by the way, if they would have offered me the Richard Mill
0: that came with the Senna, I would have bought it. And yeah. I would have made double my money on that. Yeah. Not the car
1: on the watch yeah
0: you know what i mean so uh, i've learned my lesson so next time i'll buy the watch
1: now the insurance company would have came for that watch
0: no oh my god imagine youtube he burned everything for the watch what that doesn't make any sense he did it fucking mexican um so they offer me all these things i'm like all right can we just get to the fucking car yeah they're like fine we're gonna show you the car and they bring me to these fucking tiny ass rooms And the first thing I do is I start looking everywhere to see where the the cut in the door was. Because I was like, they probably have an invisible door that rotates. Like, I'm starting to think all these cool things. There's like a really (laughs) tiny TV in front of us, right? I'm like, man, I can't wait until they press the button and they turn it around. So Winkle Man comes into the room, uh, into the separate room. It's me, the other uh, Chinese kid sitting side by side. And he goes, okay, we're ready to start the presentation. And I go, here comes the button. Here comes the fucking Winkleman button. Uh, Turns on the fucking tiny TV and goes, this is Devo. I'm I'm sorry. Who the fuck is Devo? He goes, this is the Bugatti Devo. The new. And then he starts telling me everything about it. And I'm literally staring at this. And I'm like, number one, how am I going to call my friend that I already got him to give me millions and millions and millions of dollars for a car blindly? Yeah. To tell him. I fucked up, dude. It's not that car, right? That's the first thing that went to yeah. my head. And then I go, "All right, no. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to listen to whatever the fuck this guy is telling me that, that, yeah. that he's selling me because this might be it, just in a different in a different way." And and he starts giving the speech and I go, "Wait a minute. This is just a Bugatti reworked. This is the same shit." So immediately, I get a flashback a winkle man at lamborghini doing the Aventador the red bull edition and the pirelli edition and the this and i go oh my god this dude's about to milk every bugatti owner with a brand new fucking thing uh and, and, and the guy's like so what do you think do you want one and i go honestly no i thought this was another car i'm so sorry he's like are you sure well we'll give you a call and whatnot so i leave i'm like i don't want this car the, the guy from the dealer calls me like a week later. He's like, Alejandro, you never told me. You getting the car? I'm like, no. Yeah. I thought he was in another car. He's like, you told me that you knew what he was. I was like, and you told me without telling me what he was that I knew what he was. So yeah. we both idiots didn't talk about each other. And at like, the time, it was like four years out, right? Or three years two. out. Yeah. It was two years out. Well, three years out. Yeah. At really. the time, Yeah. And now the, the, the deal came out. Well, we made a video saying, yeah. you guys. This is why we're not getting this car.
1: This car, Bugatti's about to start churning out like uh,
0: the same car. Yeah.
1: And that car that you're talking about is coming. Yeah. But you're going to have to own every single and
0: one. And remember, that's what I said. I said in that video that yeah. I made in the back of my Raptor, I said, if I'm going to be able to buy that car, it's not going to be like, here's $8, 12000000 million. It's going to be... Look at all the Bugattis that I Already have. I spent fifty million, and now I can buy yeah. the other one, which absolutely ruined
1: my plan in my day. My God, Sergio! <laughs> dude, imagine that! Imagine having your ten Bugattis, and then you got to do your yearly service, and you're paying like a million dollars for your yearly service for lo- for all of them. You need to own a country. Yeah, you need to own a fucking country. Doesn't matter how successful
0: you are. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. crazy. But I do love the new Bugattis with all of their, like, if uh, I dude the Devo, I love it. If I had yeah. absolute fuck you money, yeah, I'd go Bugatti with the where with with their weird additions. and I'd have one of each. Give I really you, would give I, yourself a couple years. Knock on wood. <sighs> Has that ever happened to you? Any confusion? Any fucked up story from a car? Like the
1: dealer that makes you look like an asshole? No, I'm I'm young. I've the two cars that I currently own are the two cars I've ever bought. It's been pretty simple.
0: You've never gone to a dealership when and you're had, buying like, a
1: weird experience. I mean, when I was—I mean, when I was shopping for a foreigner, I went to a dealership, and uh, the car was really cheap. Looked like everything on paper looked good, and then I did like a Carfax, and the Carfax showed it having five hundred thousand miles. They had rolled back the miles. No. Yeah. What for? What Ferrari dealership was this? It was a (laughs) one in like probably Glendale or something. (laughs) But yeah, I haven't had that many like the the cool car experiences I've had are been with you. Or like weird ones or whatever. Like for me, car buying has been simple when I'm, I'm buying cars that are relatively cheap in terms of what we're talking about. So it's like, hey, I know what I'm getting myself into. There's not really any. You know what? I anything je- bad that can go wrong. I am jealous of you. We can switch places if you want. I am jealous. I'll of switch you, you to the foreigner for the E-Wagon. I never,
0: I never said I was jealous of your <laughs> car. It's a fucking piece of shit. I'm <laughs> saying I'm jealous of your situation. Your beautiful mind's still a virgin when it comes to the fucking of others.
1: Yeah, and I hope I'm trying to keep it that way as long as I can.
0: Like you never got a project one. They gave you the allocation and then they came back and they're like, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah. And they took it away from you.
1: Yeah, from the from like the service level, that can be like, oh, what a problem I have. But like I can see when you get to that level. I can't even imagine how frustrating that might be. You want to
0: know what my first taste of, like, the high-end really was? Yeah. I bought an SLR back in the day, I want to say 2010, 2011. Yeah. I bought an SLR Roadster. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited because that's one of those cars that I always wanted to fucking yeah. have. Yeah, And in Stilton, this day, that car is legendary. Legendary. Yeah. And I was between that and a Courage GT. The Courage GT was $299,000. I want yeah. you to fucking think about this. two ninety nine. dollars that's wild and the slr was 269 yeah and because it was thirty thousand dollars cheaper i said fuck it i'm gonna buy the slr yeah and i bought it and i was like it's a mercedes what's the big deal so i take it to the dealership the first time yeah i can't remember for what i took it to the dealership but it was something stupid like uh, yeah. can you show me how to open? oh it was can you show me how to open the top or something like that mm. the guy comes out and he goes you know you need your next service and I go, "What?" He doesn't say anything. He's like, "Well, your miles and this and the car doesn't yeah. have it in the receipts." And I go, "Fuck." All right. I'll leave it here. I came back to pick it up but it was 6500 bucks. Oof. That was the first time ever I got hit with a bill like that for yeah. a service.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine what that felt like? Yeah. I can't cuz I like I have a great guy here locally that looks after my cars and super cheap so I never like at the worst, like, I never have to worry about it. Oh, good for you. Sir, you saw too. what happened. I thought my transmission blew. I know. And it was, like, transmission fluid that had, like, clogged up. I was ready ready to drop three grand on the transmission. It was 50 bucks. Good for you. But if I went to a dealership, they would have.
0: Yeah, yeah destroyed F me. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I like how you say F me. This I don't cuss a, a lot. This is a PG-13 podcast, everyone. When do
1: I ever cuss? It's just, it, it's not It's not that I don't care. I don't care that you cuss. I don't care people cuss. I've just, I never used it growing up. So it's not of my, my day-to-day vocabulary. You're going to be like Philip Rivers. Nine kids. <laughs> yelling, God darn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That, that I'm going to the I'm gonna give you a good old knuckle sandwich, kid. No. I don't know. I don't know how people if anything, that anything, we curse balance talk. out each other. I agree. I agree with that. Now, before we go, Sergio. Yeah. What are you excited for 2021
1: car-wise? Did you finish your embarrassing story?
0: I think I did. The embarrassing thing is I got a dude that gave, like trusted me with his life and gave me yeah. millions of dollars. What was the one that I confused myself. What?
1: What was the one that you told me about? The embarrassing story about me. I forgot it. In Riyadh? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Or was it Saudi? Where did we go? That there was an embarrassing story that you had brought up earlier, and so I will tell it later. Oh, dude,
0: because when, when, uh, we went to Riyadh to the car show, and then we yeah. went to Dubai. Oh,
1: yeah. I'll tell this one real quick because it's hilarious. Go ahead. Um, as, as you guys know, this is an uncomfortable spot for me to be in. I'm getting more used to it, and he means by being in front of the camera. And in front of the camera, um, in general, I just don't like being in the public eye. And we've talked about this before that yeah. it's like a, a weird space for me, but I'm getting better better at it. Um, and we went with uh, we can, say, can we say the company that we went with because they're yeah. really well known. Yeah. ITP Live, yeah, incredible company, incredible to work with. Um, and they had managed a lot of a project with us, and they're a company based out of Dubai that does media marketing and are just they own everything over there. They're a massive company. Um, they have a skyscraper to themselves in Dubai. Yeah, shout out to my boys at ITP for yeah. sure. love you guys. And girls. Yeah. yeah, especially Kevin. Kevin, you're probably not listening to this, but, but we love you, Kevin. Kevin, I know you're not listening,
0: but I miss you in our hookah days. Yeah. But, in our uh, little pipe days. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say.
1: Yeah, but but uh, we went and you had a meeting with like the head of the company. Because, mm-hmm. of course, he was a fan. <laughs> so I'm now stuck why, there.
0: Why do you get so annoyed by that? I'm sorry. No, well, no, we had just talking about okay. it. So,
1: of course, he's a fan, so I'm now with Kevin. Uh, the guy that was that was managing our trip. And uh, he's like, well, uh, we actually set up, we have our whole video department ready to, uh, they want to ask you some questions and they'd love to do like a panel with you. I'm like, what do you mean a panel with me? And uh, I had already had uh, toured their offices and they have like a team of like 50 people just in the video department. And I'm me over here managing a couple of rinky dinky YouTube channels. By the way,
0: by <laughs> the way, they told me before that. They were like, "Dude, do you think Sergio can do one of these?" And I was like, "I
1: I think he'll be fine." Oh man. I, the, and the, then you told the me this. The color went out of my my face when he told me this. I'm like, "When is this?" And about like 20 minutes. Like, "What what do you mean? Where is it?" Like, "We have this like big group hall downstairs." They ask you out of nowhere, no? Yeah, and they're like, well, we're recording and everything. We just really want, want to learn some of your feedback. And I'm like, well, I've never done anything like this in my life. So I finally get down there. They sit me down. They mic me up. There's cameras. The whole team's there. <laughs> I still ask them for the video. They haven't nah, said nah, it No, nah, thank goodness. It's, I hope they deleted it. Um, yeah. Oh, man. But they sit me down, and uh, I literally go off from the start, and I said, hey, to be honest, I learned about this 20 minutes ago. You guys seem like you guys know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have any questions I'd love to answer them What a great but that's all I got
0: what a great teacher you are motherfucker <laughs> you guys look like you know everything you need to know so if there's any questions I'll be by the coke machine <laughs>
1: like are you kidding me and they asked some questions about like Facebook and how we handle like our distribution of our content and it went well I was there for like half an hour we had a good time everyone was super nice but man I never want to do that again
0: I want to say I came out of that and and uh, Ahmed,
1: uh, real quick, real quick, before uh-huh. I get yeah, because they had told me yeah, they were like yeah, we've had a lot of big guys from us. We have like the team from Logan like, Paul, like all like the biggest YouTubers on their team were the one and that then like us. and then us, yeah, <laughs> that have done a panel like that before. But yeah, you, what were you saying with Ahmed? Because Ahmed comes out and he goes
0: a because I was doing a podcast I think afterwards.
1: Oh yeah, with uh, S one.
0: Yeah, with S one. Yeah, shout out to S one. He's my man. Yeah, and uh, I remember coming out of that room. And Ahmed was fucking dying laughing. He goes, You should have seen Sergio. He was so nervous.
1: And that I go, was shaking up there. My legs were bouncing. I was a mess.
0: And I go, Did he do well? He goes, Oh, amazing. Yeah. But he was so nervous. Please, whenever you see him, give him shit. So yeah. I try to give you as much shit as I can. But I legitimately, I'm dying to get that video. We'll see.
1: Because I have to find another video. I'm going to call Alicia. And oh, please, no. I absolutely. And will. uh, In fifth grade, the first, like one of the first years that I moved to the United States. I, like, thought I was, I I ran for class president, not knowing how much stage fright I had. So when the day comes, where I had to give a speech for the whole school. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't know you had stage fright? No. I had never really been in front of a large group of people, okay? So I get up on the stage, and I just panic. I'm up there (laughs) shaking. I'm, like, tilting back and forth on the podium. And I, like, can barely get my prepared speech out. And then the, my family took a video, and you can hear my sisters in the back screaming louder than I was even talking. <laughs> Go, Sergio, Sergio, for president. That people are now looking at my sisters and not looking at me. It was just think about it. It was, oh, I get red just thinking about it. Well, the video is somewhere. I'll have to find it. But. By
0: the way, that's incredible that you learned that you, were, that you had stage fright by being on stage.
1: In front of the entire school. That makes no sense.
0: To no. me, as a kid, I remember we had to do a presentation about the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And it was like four of us. Yeah. And I, it was a geography class, and then they <laughs> made us go into the uh, auditorium yeah. where there's a lot of people that can come see it. And for some reason, all other classes were allowed. I can't remember the situation or why. Yeah. And I remember just being so nervous about doing this project because I had to present. I just knew that I was bad on stage. Yeah. And I got on stage and I was miserable. Yeah. And all through high school, I was terrible at it. Terrible, terrible. Like, I don't understand when that went away or what the fuck. Dude, I feel you because I was terrified.
1: I feel it going away. The more I get in front of like in position like this, the more I go with you. Like, I feel like I'm getting better at it and more confident in it. But yeah, it's just, it's never something I would ever want to do.
0: It might be experience too, like jumping. uh, Because to me, now that I think about it, was. I got rid of this when I had to do movies and I had to talk to a yeah. hundred people that I hired. Like, all right, guys, tomorrow, this is the plan. We're going to do yeah. this. And you had to just talk yeah. and just be there and just tell them what the fuck. And no one was judging you. Everyone's just expecting you to pull out yeah. information. And that might've been the moment that made it okay for me in my yeah. head to be able to be in front of people and doing
1: it. But it doesn't come for free. No, and I think the shift happened for me mentally when like, I moved into this position of, of like really now helping guide the content in the way. Mm-hmm. So i mean, just just like, kind of... Overseeing generally everything that we do, um, and I was like, "Man, I gotta represent the company. I gotta kind of put these fears aside. I can't just be a recluse, editing it from my computer all day. I, I gotta." You can't just be I shaking in step a boat, into Sergio, the role for the sake of, of what we do. Um, yeah, I can't. So uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to grow in this position, and that's incredible. Uh, like uh, I never read comments because I'm always so afraid. But like last week, I read the comments of the "Let's Talk About Carzio." Um, and everyone was super nice and sweet, and it was like, wow. I know it's been great. I don't people know people actually like me. I don't know why. Well, and please, but you get know what I'm saying. Like it was, it I, was a shift. I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it,
0: it's a thing. It, and I gotta say, it's a weird thing going on right yeah. now. Because too, we're doing the podcast with Belen. We're doing yeah. this. We're doing other shit, and the comments are pretty nice now. Yeah, like, I have no idea why, but we'll take. Not it. Not that that matters,
1: but we appreciate but it, it and, and we we, we it. really do, because
0: yeah. it's fun to read shit, and we get ideas from you guys. When it gets like in like just. Consistent negative yeah. bullshit Which makes no sense yeah. To begin with You're just taking away Like the Oh let me talk to my my community Yeah It's like opening your door And instead of everyone's like Hey man how you doing I really like what you did yeah. Or you did this Or we should do that Instead of that You open your door It's like boo Fuck yeah. you And people throwing tomatoes yeah, at you
1: cause early on Like it was honestly like Just myself being compared To those that came before me And it was like I never asked for this position Oh yeah I never asked to be in this role It yeah. was really placed on me Yeah um, and uh, I'm grateful for it, and I've felt like I've grown into it. But yeah, absolutely, uh, early on, it was just a co- constant comparison, so I couldn't look at comments. Got it. Because I knew when I was in a video, that was the first thing, honestly, that would come up. Got it. Um, so it was a weird transition at first, but I'm, I'm 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 grateful for it all, and I'm I'm stoked to be where we're going and good. And yeah, what are you okay.
0: excited about? Twenty twenty one.
1: I'm excited as as we mentioned last week. We're getting ready to move. Um, we can't really say we're not announcing where yet, um, but it is. A distance, yeah. Um, so that's exciting. A lot of life changes coming up, and a lot of new access to things, to cars, to opportunities. And uh, from what it appears, hopefully, knock on wood, company, I like, we're gonna have funding to do some fun projects. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, and I think we're on the same page, um, more than ever. Yes. Um, yeah, and I'm just excited to see what comes next year, content wise and life wise. And
0: it should be an excellent year. Yeah, it I'm excited for it. A lot of great lessons. Yeah. A lot of great cars. Like. Lots of great cars. Yeah. Insane access. Uh, Fun stuff that we do with real estate. Yeah. And I think uh, all of that combined with all of our podcasts and other stuff that we're doing will really grow like a really happy environment around us that will always keep us busy in a really fun way.
1: That's the biggest thing is I think we're really doing content now that we all genuinely enjoy. Yeah. Um, And nothing feels forced. No. As it shouldn't be. Yeah. All right, so anyways,
0: yeah. I gotta, uh, we got to go. I got to go pick up my car, put a supercharger in it, modify it,
1: put new wheels, buy a new car, and do it again next we week. We do have another podcast right after this. I'm sure Rod is waiting in, in, out there in the office. Absolutely.
0: Otherwise, we're being robbed because clearly the lights are on. Anyways, guys, for real, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, halalala in other languages, whatever you're celebrating. Yeah,
1: this will be up after the holidays, but I hope everyone had a safe Christmas. Keep social distancing, guys. Stay safe out there. Please, please um, stop putting g- yeah. dicks
0: in your mouth for no reason. Wait, what?
1: Yeah, Think and uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll probably see you guys come the new year, and so you're next year, guys. Yeah, and 2021 establish wherever where we're going. We'll get some new co- some some some, some dub content coming your guys' way. Absolutely, and thank, thank you, you guys. Yeah,
0: thank you guys for watching. Oh, thank you, thank you guys for watching too. That's and for the awesome bro, comments. Yeah. That's Sergio, and we just talked about Carsio. See you guys. Peace. Hit it, Ivan, in my ass. What? <laughs>